0: Often vulgar, always explicit, and sometimes funny. Slap Box. Slap Box. Welcome to the Slap Box Podcast. This is episode 417. I am your host, Josh Albrecht, and I am down deep inside the slapbox bunker yet again keeping on the good fight and uh we've only got two months two months until Mandalorian season two oh there is still hope yet in this world it's still a brightness for at least you know however long <laughs> the season will be you know that's a little bit of something to look forward to this year as uh, I'm not sure how many episodes that's going to be, but uh, I have I haven't really been keeping up a whole lot on the news. Uh, of course, you know they mentioned way back that it does sound like Ahsoka Tana will be in the show as uh, played by Rosario Dawson. She was cast for it. One would assume she's Ahsoka Tano, and uh, the the uh, actor has apparently been cast that uh, had played to. Uh, jango fett in the uh prequels that uh his name i tend to forget his name as i'm trying to <laughs> find it back in this uh this article here and uh that's not it that is not the name um yeah i uh don't recall his name but anyway who um <laughs> yeah the guy from Jango that played Jango Fett apparently he's playing Boba Fett and uh there's no uh then again I mean it it's still just speculation as far as I know like the, no one has actually confirmed he's going to play uh Boba Fett uh you know I'm pretty sure I mean it did seem like season one it, uh there was the uh bounty hunter that was hunting uh Mando uh and then they played the like it looked like Boba's armor and uh they were playing the uh music that you often hear Boba Fett uh whenever he's in there so you know so that's uh that's something and uh Oh, here's a really- Will Darth Maul return in Mandalorian season two? Now, that would be fucking awesome. I would love to see some Darth Maul. That action, they need to make that shit happen. Ray Park, I'm sure would love to do it. That guy fucking loves the fact that he was Darth Maul. If you follow Ray Park on Instagram, it is nonstop Sith life. I mean, he definitely just relishes the fact that he got to play Darth Maul. And I fucking love that character. I'm not a fan, real big fan of Phantom Menace, but Darth Maul is fucking amazing there. And I still think I will go on record. And I am a guy that, you know, that goes original trilogy. You know, New Hope, uh, and uh, maybe not Return so much. I mean, I do love Return of the Jedi, but it does get a little cheesy a little bit with the Ewoks. But I do I do love some of that cheese. And I love the original uh, Yub Nub Song at the end that they cut whenever they were re released in THX, the original trilogy. Uh, and of course, I love Empire Strikes Back. I mean, you know. And I feel that, man, I hear it so many t- times now when somebody says that they are showing their kids Star Wars that they want to do it chronologically. And it drives me nuts because I feel like the kid's really missing out. That, like, you know, I understand people want maybe it's, it's I mean I know why they would do that because you can go oh maybe they'll feel more for Anakin and then oh shit he turned dark but I love just the surprise of the original when you first found out like if when you watched the original trilogy before the prequels were made you get to Empire Strikes Back and you find out oh fuck he's his, his father no Obi-Wan lied like that is some strong shit to fuck with a kid over man and that's great. I think you should still hold that true too, uh, you know. And, too, if they're going to, I've heard uh, people suggest, too, that they watch the films chronologically, but only, like, the main films. So go, th- you know, one through three and then into New Hope. But I think, man, you got to at least get Rogue One in there. Because Rogue One, right before New Hope, if you're going to go chronologically, which I suggest you don't, I suggest you start with a new hope, start with the OG Star Wars and go off of that. But uh I mean if you're going to go you got to get that Rogue One. I love me some Rogue One. Which that end part with Darth Vader in there, that just that little hint of Darth Vader at the end is just fantastic and he's just fucking destroying people. It's beautiful. I don't know why he couldn't be that strong in A New Hope. It's probably because of limitations <laughs> of uh, film back then. But, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty good stuff. And if you uh, want to watch a cool YouTube video, too, I, I'm pretty sure I brought this up before. It was the... Uh, shit. It w- it's the scene where uh, Obi-Wan and Darth Vader fight. Uh, scene 38, I think is it think that yes star wars uh scene 38 reimagined holy shit like that is some good stuff uh whoever did that i guess all right i'm gonna pull it up let's let's go ahead and pull that video up it's uh it's like six minutes long it's uh oh shit Long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. That's no moon. It's a space, space station. station. It's too big to be a space station. Very mm-hmm. bad feeling about oh, the pulling us in. Presence have not He says he's found the main controls to the power beam that's holding this here. Go I want to go on this. lies new path. Boss will be with you. Right All now you just see the death star here. I must face it alone. <laughs> Yeah, this is a like, I mean it's it starts out and it's uh just Obi-Wan walking around the Death Star. And then as you get in, then they've reshot some bits and put in the fight, and it gets like epic. It is very much they did a really good job of it. It's, this is uh the YouTuber FX it in FX It In post. And uh he uh, did some good work here. And, uh, I mean, you can tell that it's computer-generated graphics but, uh, in here. But, damn, I mean, it looks tight. It is way more epic than the original duel. Our long-awaited meeting there we has go. come at last. Oh, yeah. The circle is now complete. When I left you, I was but learner. Now I the master only a master of evil does <laughs> oh this battle a destroying the walls <laughs> it's just good stuff i mean it you should, you should definitely click on that one yeah find that one yeah yeah haven't I don't think I've ever watched any of his other videos, and I, for some reason, I am not subscribed to this guy. What? Oh wait, I, this is my new YouTube channel. That's how I uh, space. I probably am on my normal channel. Uh, oh, there's a Skull Punisher reawakened. There's a Star Wars Cloud City reimagined teaser. That's interesting. Uh, let's. I'm gonna just. Okay, this is a short one. This is the Cloud City reimagined. Oh man, the Force is with you, young Skywalker, but you are not a Jedi yet. Oh, that man! There's not much to that teaser, but it looks nice. It's just, uh. I guess that's, uh. Luke's lightsaber, uh. sitting on the, uh. floor, I guess, in the. the room at Cloud City where, uh. Han Solo was frozen in Carbonite. So I imagine they're going to. redo the fight scene between, uh. Luke and Vader, which. I think sounds pretty awesome. I mean, I love what they did with the uh, scene 38 there. So, that uh I don't know. Uh, I mean, he's uh here we go again. This is uh in May he posted this. So, he's got a Patreon up to where you can uh donate. And uh when these uh when these people end up making these fan like films and such like this, They end up having to pay for this stuff themselves. Like, it's got a disclaimer on here. This is an unofficial non-profit not intended for commercial use. This was made strictly for entertainment purposes as well as VFX and camera testing. All stories, characters like this and sound are the property of Walt Disney, Ford Slash Lucasfilms. Uh, The reason, of course, that, you know, they can't just make money off Star Wars, so they can't have people just uh, straight up give them money well I mean they can do like a, a Patreon thing or whatever but they can't have like sponsors and make actual like profit off it it's uh you can have it like crowdsourced apparently I get I guess I'm not sure <laughs> how that works I know that uh Star Wars Theory I'm not sure what his actual name is but that's a YouTuber uh channel uh he's done he did a Vader fan film which is uh really good And he's supposed to do more than one Vader. And uh, he had some people that were going to pay for him to make, like, the Episode 2. And uh, Lucasfilm, I guess, said no. Like, you're not, you you can't do this. So, I mean, he's got to pay for it himself. And you're talking, I mean, he's dropping, like, a couple hundred grand on this. And I get the impression, I mean, he's not a wealthy guy. <laughs> so, like, he's spending, like, fucking money that he could be, you know, buying a house with or doing whatever. So, like, I mean, that is his fucking dedication to uh, something you're never going to make money off of. But, I, you know, sort of. I'm sure you, with just seeing that and having that out there, like, that's a good thing to get, like, jobs off of. You could uh, use that as a on your resume. Be like, look at this. Now hire me, bitch. I'm gonna work on Mandalorian. <laughs> they should do that. They should have Star Wars theory. Just have them in there as like a some kind of an extra. You know, that'd be fantastic. But uh back to Mandalorian, man. I really hope to see Darth Maul. I mean, uh, there's a here's a picture of. Uh, Ray Park, I guess he posted this after uh, uh, around the time of Solo. Yeah, that's yeah, from his so the, the uh, makeup they had on him for uh, Solo. So it's the older Maul, and it's like, oh, that'd be good to see in Mando season two. Would be fantastic. But wait a minute, like now I'm trying to remember when Mandalorian is. I don't think that would work. He can't be in Mandalorian Season 2. How would that work? Because he's supposed to be dead already by then. Now, I, like, they're, I just thought about it because this article, unless they're going to go, like, back in time, which I guess they could do. But, because uh, this article just asks, Will Darth Maul. This is off digitalspy.com. Will Maul return in Mando Season 2? Uh, <clears throat> but I... I would think that uh if they, yeah, it would have to be uh a flashback. He's dead then. Because Obi Wan uh defeated him uh, out on Tatooine. Uh <laughs> however, uh Grant, uh Moff Gideon, he uh he had the uh, Dark Saber, which Maul had at some point, so maybe it's you find the story of how Moff Gideon got the saber, so perhaps that would be why, like a Maul, like a possible Maul return. I mean, which would be cool. I'd love to just see a little Maul in there. Uh, yeah. Okay. There's a. Here's a, one part here with John Favreau's Mandalorian cementing itself as one of the best Star Wars entries of all time. I second that. Uh, Disney Plus's sci-fi spaghetti western has unsurprisingly been renewed for a second season. However, does the cliffhanger ending of December twenty seventh, chapter eight, Redemption hint at the return of the classic Star Wars villain Maul or Darth Maul. Uh yeah. Do 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 the it's yeah, I guess it's just talking about the Darksaber, and that's why they would uh this is an old article, I do believe. <laughs> no? No, I guess it's fairly new. It's uh July. This July yeah they're they they're just giving a ref- ref- refresher here uh but i don't know i don't there's no uh <laughs> i don't think there's any substance in the story to really suggest that we would see uh, Maul in mando season 2 but i would think i would think that in the obi-wan series we would get uh a glimpse of the old uh mall now, I don't know that they would redo uh, his death scene because, I mean, that's already been on uh, Rebels. I don't know that they would do just do it live action, but it would be fucking sweet to see. But we know how that would turn out. But I could see them doing, and I know that there's supposed to be an underworld, uh, like crime bo- bosses things, uh, the, uh, I forgot the... The name of the uh, organized crime uh, deal that Maul was involved in. The Crimson Dawn or whatever it is. I might have that wrong. Um, But I believe there's a show possibly going to be about that whole stuff. And uh, maybe we get some Maul there. I mean, I need more Maul in my life. (laughs) It's fantastic. That redhead. The red and black whatever design that is. Dathomirian design, I guess. I don't know if that's a word. I mean, he's I believe from Dathomir is uh, where the uh, witch is uh, but uh oh yeah, side note. Uh, I I had mentioned I finally uh posted a video to YouTube that is uh on the Clover strife YouTube page if you want to go on there. There's one fucking video. It's actually I named it I honestly I'm not real thrilled with uh, the quality of the video the way it turned out like I feel it feels very uh i feel it feels uh <laughs> saying it's uh it seems like it's low production quality you know it's it it was kind of rushed I had worked on it for over a week and I need to get back to like programming and stuff so I kind of just i should have just redone it I guess I could still redo it now like uh I I must have uh gone back I sort of wrote a script on it and I kept going over the lines, but uh uh I wanted to to be kind of off the cuff, so I half assed like wrote a script and then eventually I just started talking and then I tried to edit it together and cut bits and it just ended up being a lot of cuts and then I wasn't too thrilled with how it just looked overall. I think it looked uh, like I didn't know what I was doing, which really, you know, (laughs) this is the first time I'd ever used uh, that program, uh, Camtasia. And uh, I hadn't done a whole lot of video editing, period. And it had been, I guess, a few, several years since I'd attempted to do any real video editing. So, I mean... I think I'd have to uh, spend some time with Camtasia. And uh, I, my big problem down here is for shooting videos is this room isn't real great for shooting videos. Like, there's there's not a good backdrop. And I think it would be better for me to have some kind of room that just looked okay without using a green screen. Because if I was just going to do something, because in this video, it's it's uh, the video is called Once Upon a Time in a Russian Hotel Room. And uh, it's of course about me shitting the bed in Russia. What well, spoiler alert? Uh, if you watch the video, that's 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 the big the big ending. As I as I've completely revealed it, um, I might have made it a little too long too. It's it's a hair over ten minutes. Uh, but I I uh, I did use a green screen for it, and I feel like it would it one thing would be better for me to just tell a story if I wasn't using a green screen. It was just a normal looking room but this room doesn't look good down here it's just a basement a concrete wall behind me (laughs) painted white and uh not much to really see and so i i figured i i went green screen and i made it i almost okay i did pretty much just go with last week tonight with john oliver i i copied his look basically he's got like the grayish white background uh, but then, like, it drove me nuts because I have this video game chair that's very prominent in the back. And I I, uh, I had a lot of things I wanted to do with the video, and I just didn't have the time to uh, learn the effects enough and do things properly. And at the end, the main product was eh, not so great. I don't know. I haven't had a whole lot of feedback either. I've had some people watch it. They haven't uh, said much. So, I don't know. Hopefully somebody will at least get a laugh out of it. One big thing uh, right now that I I am pretty excited about myself here is that uh, I guess in the last few days it has come out that uh, I guess for a while now G4 has been saying that they're going to relaunch uh, the G4 TV. And I, I don't know if they're doing it online, what exactly, or if they're going. I'm not sure exactly how that's going to work. But they're in final talks with uh, the actress Olivia Munn, who was originally on uh, G4. And I think that's the first like thing she really did. And she uh, hosted Attack of the Show, which I loved. I used to watch that shit all the time. And she co-hosted it with Kevin Pereira. And uh, those two together were fantastic. And she's actually said in interviews that uh, she believes that uh, it was like lightning in the bottle. And it's good to see. Here that hear uh, <clears> that she enjoyed working with uh, Kevin Pereira, and she thought it was great because I thought they were great together. And that was uh, just some, some funny stuff. But I went back and I like, watched some of the uh, <laughs> old G4 Attack of the Show clips with uh, Mon and Pereira, and uh, <clears throat> I forgot just – I mean, I knew it was a show – really uh, catered towards... It was aiming for guys. Like, there was a lot of sex involved, uh, like, jokes about sex and, and, and such. And, uh... Watching these clips, was like, oh, or at least the clips were... Like, that's all it was. It was, uh... <laughs> uh... But, man, the, one of my favorite episodes, which apparently got ba- They were unallowed to ever air this episode again. But they, uh... Kevin and Olivia wore fat suits the entire show. And, uh, they, the final bit, I believe they did, <laughs> was they had, they were in the fat suits and they had a rascal, uh, scooter race, like the, the, uh, the scooters and such, the, you know, old people ride like you get at, uh, Walmart and such. And, uh. Apparently they have a package upstairs. Thinking back of uh, G4. Man, they had so many good things. At, at the time, I guess. Ooh, this would have been like oh six oh seven, On to through, probably 09 or so. I'm not sure when. <laughs> like G4 really stopped uh, airing stuff. Like Attack of the Show and such. But, uh, like Attack of the Show is definitely my favorite. And uh, the uh, Kevin Pereira, Olivia Munn. Duo was fantastic. I did like when, like, uh, Allison Hayslip was on there and uh, uh, Hardwick and uh, Chobot, uh, Jessica Ch- Chobot, who is her name? She was, uh, she's really good. I follow her on YouTube, and she was, of course, on Nerdist uh, for several years doing uh, Nerdist News, and I think she was a lot better than, uh, I couldn't tell you who's all on Nerdist News now. I still occasionally watch it. But uh, Chobot, much better. I hope they get like Chobot back. Um, My, my lineup is on G4, all I've seen so far, I've tried to look to see if Kevin Pereira is... uh <gasps> If they're in talks with Pereira. And uh, so far, all I've seen is that they've been in final talks with Olivia Munn, which I think would make it worthwhile. And I hope it's just they get a lot of stuff on YouTube. I don't know what they're... A uh, goal is as far as G four, but I'd like to see like some sort of like Attack of the Show or something. But just you know, I I need more Olivia Munn and not just I. I like her in some movies and stuff, but it's just not the same. I like seeing her just being herself, like on a show and just uh joking around. Like I follow her on Instagram and stuff, and she can be pretty uh pretty funny. That one, she's like like just awesome in interviews and stuff. You watch her just doing interviews on shows, and it's just like man, that's that's the Olivia. I miss. I didn't, uh, like, seeing her as Psylocke in the shitty X-Men movie. <laughs> Man, it, it's, like, the X-Men movies, like, there was some that were, like, pretty decent to me. Like, I, I enjoyed, like, the original. And then the X-Men First Class, I thought that one was uh, pretty good. Most of them, I think, are just shit. I didn't see the last uh train wreck, or at least I've heard it's a train wreck. I didn't bother to see it. Uh, but the Olivia Munn as Psylocke in, uh, I think, I don't know if she's in more than one as Psylocke, but uh, there's the uh, Apocalypse movie, which I thought was not great, <laughs> and that was like my favorite villain in the comic. I was very saddened that it was it was not a great film. Saddened by that, not saying that it was Olivia Munn's fault, but uh, I just enjoyed seeing like uh, Olivia Munn just uh, on attack of the show and she would do some really weird shit like she would just like be posing in her bikini with like dead fish <laughs> just very strange stuff i know she's got she's really big into pie there'd end up being a lot of episodes where she would just roll around in a massive pie or just be eating a lot of pie as uh, i don't know what that's all about but uh <laughs> apparently she, she loves pie anyway back to uh like who i'd like to see on g4 uh of course I you know, Adam Sessler and uh, Morgan Webb were really good on X Play. Like that was another good tag team duo. And uh I often wonder though, when I thinking back of these like uh hosts and whatnot, especially like I was concerned that like with Kevin Pereira and Olivia Munn, I was good I was glad to read that Olivia Munn loved the days when she was on Attack of the Show and she thought it was, like, lightning in the bottle with her and Kevin Pereira. Because I was wondering, like, because there was so much talk about sex, like, nonstop, it seemed like, on that show. I had to wonder, like, behind the scenes was, like, Kevin Pereira... I was hoping Kevin Pereira wasn't, like, some monster. <laughs> like, I... And just some Harvey Weinstein behind the scenes at, at uh, Attack on the Show. I mean, I didn't... I was didn't think that would be it, but, you know, you hear this shit about so many people. It's And they really did talk about sex a lot, but uh, it... As far as I know, the, uh, Olivia loved her time there and working with Kevin. So it'd be great to see, of course, those two and uh, Morgan Webb and Sessler, Adam Sessler. He seems like an interesting character. That one and uh, oh man, who else was on G Four? I mean, that was uh, I'm kind of blanking on some of the other shows, but it was it was mainly Attack of the Show that I that I watched. That uh, man. Oh, it, it's exciting to think of Olivia Munn back on that. Man, it, it it's hard to imagine that now, seeing as we're in the mid, you know, 2020 is such a shit show and just a downer. It's like thinking of, like, Attack of the Show coming back. It's like oh, thinking of the glory days of life in general, like uh, back when we could go outside and live normally. <laughs> it's It's crazy to think oh they could possibly do a show again when I think of just shows in general that involve live audiences and uh that like talk shows how uh, they're all fucked up right now none of them are having like full audiences and everything it's just fucking weird which you know makes it even a bummer that I can't <laughs> go outside and do Things I would normally do, you know, go hang out. I can't go to a concert and everything, like, well, no one can. Uh, except for, you know, maybe some small ones at a bar where, you know, you're still supposed to social distance and, and such. But uh, if I had shows like a Attack of the Show or something like that and could see it, like, pretty much how it was, it would, I think, fool my mind into thinking, hey, things are normal. <laughs> I need a little uh, little bit of that. You know, that's, I think, also why I spent such a huge chunk of money on this uh, Tom Morello Signature Guitars. Like, I just needed something to escape from reality. And uh, playing Bulls on Parade and uh, Know Your Enemy is, uh helped me do that a little bit. Uh, uh, fortunately, I still haven't gotten down the solo for Bulls on Parade. That one's a little trickle- tricky for me to match the sounds. How he does the wicka wicka with the, uh... uh, Sliding his hand across the strings and such. And I don't know if I'll ever get that uh, Know Your Enemy solo down. That one's, uh... Got some crazy shit going on with that whammy pedal. But I do enjoy using that whammy pedal. That's good stuff. The Digitech whammy. If you're a guitarist and you've never used a Digitech whammy pedal, man. Fucking get on it. It's a little pricey. A little pricey. The, uh... Even the... I think the cheapest one they have is like a little over 200 There's, uh... I've got the... I think the version 5 or whatever it is. I don't have the OG, the original, the Tom Morello using. Apparently there's a noticeable difference in the sounds. I don't think it's that noticeable to me, though. That's what I'm going with. Oh. And I am seeing some more, uh... Walking Dead news. I haven't uh, really checked up on Walking Dead in a while. Um, Walking Dead Onslaught. Is that a video game? This is a. Uh, this is yesterday. servios released a new trailer this morning. Uh, it's on BleedingCool.com. Uh, they released a new trailer this morning for the Walking Dead Onslaught, which includes an official release date. Based on uh, the popular MC version of the franchise, you'll put it Oh, okay, this is a video game. Ooh, they got it. It looks like they have Andrew Lincoln on here. You get to be uh, Rick Grimes. Of course, Daryl. Uh says you get to world playing a couple of different characters. Daryl, who will run around and kill things, while you can also use Rick, Carol, and Michonne to snag supplies. Latest trailer below shows off a lot of the VR... Oh, man, VR... VR gameplay, as well as the official release date, as we know, The Dead Walking Dead Onslaught will release September 29th, that is next month, that is just before the launch of Season 10 on AMC, well, what the fuck, man, because, like, they still haven't released the final episode of of the last season of Walking Dead, at least that I'm aware of, uh... I'm gonna click on this. Let's just see what uh, what this old and no, this is just a screenshot. I thought that was supposed to be a trailer, you fuckers! Oh, here's the trailer. This is a uh, man contain content inappropriate to children. So far, the graphics don't look like anything real special. <laughs> Shooting zombies in head. It's nice. Do we get Andrew Lincoln's voice though? Did he? Covered in blood. Uh, is Alexandria. Just because we're the ones breathing, don't mean we're living. It does sound like Norman Rita's. We've just survived from one fight to the next. But what I'm doing ain't about surviving. I'm trying to lose. Looks like it might be alright the guy does hold his gun like Daryl <laughs> I'd give it a go I mean looks like there's a lot of different weapons you can use other oh, than the uh, junkyard things might be better behind so ugly out there walking dead onslaught i guess it's just all vr though man i don't want to fuck. I'm to fucking buy vr right now uh yeah fuck pretty cool to play i guess if i had vr um <laughs> but uh yeah anyway uh I'm still waiting for the Negan movie, and I know the Rick Grimes, I imagine, I thought, uh, and for the life of me, I thought for sure at some point, The Walking Dead, I used to talk about this on the show a lot, whenever we used to watch, when Walking Dead was a lot more popular, um, we, we, uh, we would nonstop there early on in the show, talk about Walking Dead, and I would uh, just, come up with ideas that I thought would would happen on The the Walking Dead I thought for sure at some point we would see a zombie brothel and as of yet we haven't seen a fucking uh goddamn uh you know zombie brothel and uh oh I guess maybe that onslaught already came out cause this is yeah they were saying season 10 season 10 has already came out um I'm reading right now on RadioTimes.com about uh, the uh, Walking Dead finale being delayed. Uh, okay, that I don't see when it's gonna. It talks about when it ended. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't see when. Uh, when, uh, we'll, uh, end up seeing that, um... <laughs> it, it says that Greg Nicotero, uh, r- uh, previously spoke to fandom about the series finale, which he promised would include a jaw-dropping final two minutes that tease up for season 11, and I know that Lauren Cohen, uh, that plays Maggie, she's in it, and, uh... Yeah, we still haven't fucking seen that, um... It's, it seems like a really long cliffhanger at this point, you know, because it was back in April whenever uh, we were, they were, <laughs> uh, showed the fifteenth ep- uh, episode, and the you know s- there was only one more episode left, the season finale. Uh. Yeah, I'm not seeing. Damn it! We get another look of uh, Negan. Man, I really. To see that Negan movie. Like, it's. I, I'm, i uh. Oh, shit. There was, uh. I mean, I really like to see the uh, Rick Grimes too. Oh, th- here we go. This is, uh. Back in July. They're talking about it. And, uh. Maybe they gave, uh, a date. <laughs> um. Oh this is there's on this it's saying it will air on October 4th. And then immediately after they will air the series premiere of the franchise spin-off The Walking Dead World Beyond, which I I've only heard a little bit. I think that's about the uh I think that follows the people that uh picked up Rick. I could be wrong. The uh, crew there. This is off Vulture.com. The children may be our future, but they're also kinda dumb sometimes. Oh, they're always dumb, fucking kids. Uh, AMC's <laughs> next spin off The Walking Dead, which does not yet have a title, which it does now. This is a this is an older art oh fuck, yeah, this is from last October. Uh it does have a title now. Uh but picks up a decade after the zombie apocalypse. When a walled city of about 9,000 people has formed within the undead chaos, it's not like a Negan-run dictatorship. It's a seemingly functional society that's trying to approximate life before the fall, and a handful of our primary heroes are kids, a generation dubbed Endlings. I like that. Who, for some reason, want to go beyond the gates and explore the great unknown. I came out here to see what the world is, start to finish, a boy in pretentious suit says... Uh, I don't intend to finish before I start. That's cute and all, kiddo. But uh, didn't anyone tell you the world is still filled with flesh-eating monsters? You're not even dressed to fight the zombies. What were you going to do? Invite them to a posh lunch so you can talk through your problems? Anyway, Nico Tortorella also stars in this new Dead World where some will become heroes while others become villains but in the end all of them will be changed forever and some will surely be changed into zombies yeah I was uh, expecting a little bit more deets there but uh, apparently not uh <laughs> anywho uh yeah I guess uh still no word on the zombie brothel I figure a neat, when we get more of the possibly the Negan movie I could see that being some kind of sh- uh Negan thing you know I really thought wow oh, man it was re- that show was really kicking whenever uh, they went to Terminus that show was just I mean I had like I don't remember uh, what season that was I'm gonna have to look that up but Terminus when they first get into Terminus that shit it reminded me a lot of uh, Breaking Bad um <coughs> Like, Breaking Bad first aired. It was, uh, I guess, season five is, uh, like, the big Terminus stuff, the beginning of that. Um, Breaking Bad, like, I felt uncomfortable in Breaking Bad, which it was a good, uncomfortable feeling because I wasn't sure what was going to happen next. And just, like, I remember on Breaking Bad, like, the train robbing episode. And not even factoring the the part where Todd kills the kid. I mean, there's just, like, I felt... Like I didn't know what was gonna happen with like the train and shit and like it's just they're just robbing a train, but I felt uncomfortable the the or you know the tuco uh where tuco gets killed like holy shit that was just they built up the tension in that episode so well with uh, his uncle uh with the 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 ringer as uh to answering stuff with the. Uh, was it 1 for yes 2 for no <laughs> or do i have that backwards anyway that one or the of course the episode where the uh, the murder twins whatever you want to call them the twins uh Tuco's cousins come and uh shoot Hank like that episode is tense i mean there's just so many episodes like that in breaking bad it's just like you get uncomfortable just like oh if you, the first time you know I was fine, like I'm really desensitized to it now. But there was moments in Walking Dead where I felt that way, and it was it was early on. I, I don't feel that way anymore. I I don't feel any real connection for the most part to any of these characters, and really don't give a shit if they die. Like when I'm just not that invested in them. <laughs> and you know, characters die on there still, but it's like like they're not going to kill Norman Reedus at this point unless he really wants out of his contract and just, like, off the show. You know, you know, there's definitely... It's turned into Star Trek with the red shirts. You know who's going to probably fucking die. <laughs> but early on, you know, they would kill off big characters and it was, uh, that were there from, like, the beginning and you didn't necessarily know who was going to die. And, like, that Terminus episode, man, that was, like, good stuff. Like, that was, like, at the height of it, I th- and. in when they're in the slaughterhouse and they're just slitting necks in there, that is just it's good stuff. And that was when I was like, Ooh, I need more walking dead. Now I'm like, Oh, Hey, if the new episodes up, I'm like, huh, I guess I, I can watch a episode of walking dead. They got one out. Why not? <laughs> but I'm not craving it. You know, they never gave me my zombie brothel. So, I mean, I feel like they've just been blue balling me this whole time. And, uh, I do feel kind of let down. They're like they're a big tease. I felt like they were teasing me. Like this is gonna happen at some point. It, when you go into the governor's uh, room and uh, like you see all the zombie heads in the fish tanks and stuff, like I felt like, oh, he's here. It is. He must have the zombie brothel in the other room. This is where it's at. But now it's just his fucking daughter in the thing. Although, that could be fun. That is a totally. Fu- not that zombie brothel in itself isn't fucked up but that'd be real fucked up if he's fucking his daughter as a zombie that's wrong on so many levels I hope that's not the case not that (laughs) uh, I did like the governor but now like there is some good episodes like later on I was just thinking of Negan like I I would say overall like Negan's a better character than uh, like the governor I like Jeffrey Dean Morgan a lot but by the time the governor comes in it, I've just The Walking Dead just came very stale and that, but there was of course that episode where uh, Negan of course has got the baseball bat Lucille I believe is their name the bat anyway uh, and uh, he's caving in heads with the baseball bat that's a pretty epic episode and quite the cliffhanger other than that you know it's just uh <laughs> and we haven't gotten a whole lot of negan at his at his finest that's why i'm hoping for this movie but the what i was going to say is the governor it seemed like he had more time and like we got to see the governor be more kind of fucked up more of him like uh negan i mean he was real fucked up and uh most of the time now it's like most of the action we've seen him is just him locked in a cell or just uh watered down negan and uh, we haven't, like, seen... The only time we've really seen a fully unleashed Negan, really, is that episode where he's uh caving uh, Glenn's head in. And there was a few other episodes after that where we got to see some more Negan, but with him untethered. But it would be cool to see the beginnings of Negan in the movie and just see him uh possibly maybe he's a Walter White situation where uh he uh <laughs> he's a chemistry school teacher and then becomes this major kingpin of uh or kingpin or dictator I guess you might consider him I'm not sure what you consider Negan <laughs> I believe he was a car salesman actually is what uh it wasn't the comic book I don't think I don't recall them actually bringing up his profession or anything of the sort in the show now I do believe he did mention his wife which is who he named the baseball bat after and she died of cancer at least from the the comic now I haven't read the comic I just know from reading about the comic <laughs> uh, but uh, uh I think he does talk about his wife briefly in the show not sure sh- I don't really recall, though. I feel like maybe in his, uh, like, post-savior days where he's in the jail. Um, okay, Lucille wasn't even his wife. Anyway. But, uh, yeah, that whole thing. I'm pretty sure he was uh, supposed to be a used car salesman. Which, man, can you imagine if you had... Uh, <laughs> like pick put yourself in the world of the pre zombie apocalypse like uh, maybe we're on our way there now maybe that's what uh, coronavirus is the uh, early onset of say the t virus and it will mutate into the zombie uh you know virus or well the co- covid-19 is going to mutate into the t virus basically uh that, that <laughs> i'm just pushing it out there that could that could get interesting um Oh, damn! This is a really good picture of Negan right here with Lucille. um <laughs> I feel like I might have to put that as my wallpaper. That's pretty fantastic. He's just aiming Lucille right at me um, we will uh put that in there. um, yeah, I totally forgot where I was going. Oh i I was talking uh <laughs> uh. Well, I was talking about zombies and such. Um, yeah. I, I had other uh, things I was going to mention, too, about... Uh, prof- oh, I know one thing I was going to talk about. There was this reference to The Walking Dead. I had thought it would have been a good idea. Not that I thought this was actually going to happen. But I had thought when Breaking Bad was about to end, because at the time uh, Breaking Bad was wrapping up, and of course, uh, The Walking Dead was just starting to become like a really big time show at that point. I guess it had already been a big show at that point, but it was, uh, it was very popular at the time that uh, Breaking Bad was ending, and I was like, man, how great would it be? They should just end the uh, Breaking Bad at the start of the zombie apocalypse. Oh, I was saying COVID nineteen is turning the T virus. That's what I was saying. Anyway. Yeah, it's already happened we gotta we gotta watch you out. Any day people aren't just gonna die, they're gonna come back. And then we're gonna need all the machetes. Um but yeah, I thought it would have been great if uh Walter White and Jesse would uh come back in the zombie apocalypse. You know, I figured Walter had to die. Maybe he'd be like an early zombie. But Pinkman, a man with all the shit that Walt put him through, Heisenberg put his ass through, dude, he would be ready for the zombie apocalypse. I feel like Pinkman could survive that shit like not a fucking problem. I I'm amazed that we haven't seen like with them putting Breaking Bad really put AMC on the map and I I was always thought that they'd at least have some kind of cameo with like Aaron Paul or Brian Cranston or uh, Dean Norris or some something like on, on The Walking Dead. I felt that seemed like something that should happen. You know, just throw him in there. Um, but holy hell, that was a uh, it was an idea that really <laughs> stuck with me. Is but of course didn't happen. And I'm I'm quite glad of how Breaking Bad ended. I, again, I I've said this a bunch, but I mean that is uh, my favorite show of all time, and I think they just Felina, the final episode is the best like ending to a show like period. I don't know how you wrap a show up that nicely. That is, uh, (laughs) that is fantastic. If only shows like Dexter and stuff could have, could have, you know, stuck the landing like that. I was really disappointed with the last several seasons of Dexter. Well, there's a lot of shows that just kind of fell off the map for me. We're just disappointing. Uh, but, uh, uh. Man, I. Got me a dry mouth now. A little of the cotton mouth. Need to hydrate. Get some H2O. Mm. I'm sure that's some great audio. As I, you know, <clears throat> could have paused it, I guess, before I did that. Ah, uh, now I've got. <laughs> Oh, season eight spoilers for The Walking Dead. It's uh, in se- at the end of season ten. That's, I think I'm all right. I don't I don't need to worry about uh, getting that spoiled for me. Um, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, damn it, Google's doing some weird things to me here. I will uh, not do that. Let's uh, get back here. As uh, man, there was some. Uh, the topics I was going to bring up there, but uh, at the moment uh, <laughs> is uh, man. I I guess it was a few days ago now. Um, that uh, sadly the uh, wrestler Kamala died. Uh, man, if I search for this now, I'm just going to find articles on Kamala Harris. So I guess I'd better type wrestler first. Um. And, uh, he was, uh, what the fuck? I put in wrestler Kamala and the first thing that pops up is in, uh, Google's, uh, search suggestions here. Uh, wrestler Kamala Harris. I don't know that Kamala Harris has ever wrestler wrestled. Maybe she has. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely, obviously the only thing that pops up when you put Kamala in, um, he just died a couple days ago but man uh he was uh <laughs> like the heyday he was in the heyday of wrestling i i as an adult i stopped watching wrestling but as a kid i fucking loved that shit i mean i watched that shit till i was probably like 13 or 14 i i mean i just loved it like there was uh he was in the time of the undertaker the iron chic well i guess the undertaker still wrestling but um like the iron Sheik, hulk hogan at his prime back uh, before the nwo days and when he was uh would come out to the classic song i want to be an american or what uh I, it's called something like that but five for whats right uh, i don't remember the lyrics of the song but the show was quite fantastic but damn man like he uh the wrestlers back then I would love, they would just do like racist like <laughs> memes of, uh, of different, uh, races and such. Like, he's like this supposed to be like this African, like, uh, I don't know, warrior or something. But he's got all this, like, face paint on wearing, like, the African, uh, face mask thing. He's got all this stuff painted on him. But he used to wrestle, like, the Undertaker and such. And, uh, Unfortunately, yeah, he, uh, I think it was like 2010, like they said, uh, he lost his legs uh, to diabetes, or at least one leg, but it looks like this picture here that he's got, uh, damn it, I lost it now, but it looks like, yeah, he, uh, man, it looks like they took both of his legs, that's just, man, that's rough, but that was definitely, uh, (laughs) I'm looking at all these old pictures of him wrestling The Undertaker, and. Uh, <clears throat> yeah he lost both legs man that's sad uh, <laughs> I loved man back that. like they had like Bruce the Barber Beefcake Jake the Snake Roberts just some good shit man they've got a podcast with him on there I'd like to I'd listen to that oh <laughs> here he is wearing a Kamala for president shirt I wonder if that's Kamala Harris that shirt or if he really just wants himself to be president I'm not sure not sure, oh oh wait, no, no, damn it, that got almost a look for it, oh no, it's it's a picture of himself <laughs> twenty <2020. laughs> uh. <clears> twenty, <throat> maybe he also backed her, I'm not sure, um, damn it, go back has uh he was at 70. That's fucking old for a wrestler, man. Most sadly, you know, especially that era, they, uh... Those guys died pretty early on. They put themselves through some shit. and Like seeing uh Lex Luger. I'm surprised. I'm pretty sure he's still alive, but he looks fucking rough. As, uh... His, uh... Man, I'm just looking at a picture of him. He he used to be, like, fucking jacked. I mean, he was, like, poster boy of uh, fucking steroids. Here he is versus Tanaka, I remember. Or Tatanka. I remember Tatanka. (laughs) It's the Native American stereotype. That's, uh... Man, he's, uh... Oh, they're saying why he won't be in... In the uh, Wrestler Hall of Fame. But I believe he had some... Was he the one that uh, had a thing with Miss Elizabeth after Macho Man? I could be wrong on that. He was the narcissist. That's the uh, what I remember his character being is the narcissist. He was fucking jacked at that point. That uh, spinal infraction... Uh, infraction? I don't know what that is. Uh, I guess in 2007, it says Luger suffered a nerve uh, impingement in his neck that led to temporary paralysis. He went underwent an intravenous antibiotic treatment and was expected to make a full recovery. Uh, recovery Nearly a month after his spinal stroke, Luger was still in a quadriplegic state, having no movement in either his arms or legs. 2008, Luger was said to be able to stand in his own for short periods and walk using a walker. 2010, Luger stated in an interview that he was able to walk more comfortably and was now able to drive. But I believe he's still pretty messed up from that. Like, he's. That spinal thing. That is like, man, it's just crazy to see these guys that were just insanely, like, just giants. Oh, there he is next to Sting. And then, sadly, with the. Just looking emaciated. Man, life can be a real bitch. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, that era, dude. Jake the Snake Roberts. A lot of those guys. Just, uh, a lot of them not around anymore, man. Fucking Macho died quite a while ago now. Like, fuck, Miss El- Elizabeth passed away, shit, quite some time ago. Uh, that, uh, yeah. G4 though (laughs) going back to that fucking Olivia Munn that's exciting that is super exciting I uh I know this won't happen but it'd be great to see her just drive around in a fat suit again I don't think that uh (laughs) I don't think that that's going to happen because of course that that original fat suit episode was deemed uh, too insensitive to uh overweight people and was not allowed to air again um. oh hold on there's a there could be some good news here on this website here on Bloomberg of all websites it's a uh, your re- old radiator is a pandemic fighting weapon I don't have an old radiator so I guess I'm fucked uh, <laughs> turn of the century faith in ventilation to combat disease pushed engineers to design steam heating systems that still overheat apartments today huh. coronavirus pandemic has revived interest in the role design has played fighting infectious diseases, most famously the trailblazing modern architecture of the early 20th century. Open to nature and filled with light and air, as practiced by designers such as Alvar Alto and Richard Neutra, reflected our current ideas about health and wellness, uh, especially fighting the scourge of tuberculosis. Uh, but, uh,. Yeah, I guess uh, something about these old radiators helps uh, kill off some of these germs. Anyway, that's a long article. That's... uh <laughs> could be pretty boring for me to just keep reading shit. Or so, I would assume. Um, I was just reading about... Or not reading. I was watching a video. There's a... Shit, I don't remember the YouTuber's name. Uh, I guess I can look it up here real quick. Um... I was watching a good episode about uh, smallpox and of course if you know anything about smallpox like holy shit that killed a fuck ton of people okay here it is on biographics the YouTube channel uh, that guy he's got another, a couple other uh, YouTube channels I think but uh, there's uh if you look up smallpox the plague humanity defeated it's uh it's a pretty good one and uh, he's he's I guess British. Um, he's a good host. I don't know what his actual name is. Um, damn it. Thank you, dude. Uh, yeah, we'll just uh, click on that. Biographics. And uh, he, uh, or that episode talks about, oh, here we go. Here's the description of his channel. Biographics will provide video biogra- biographies about fascinating people four times per week. Co-owned by Simon Whistler and Shell Harris. I think simon whistler's the name of the host i think that's his name anywho uh it talks about on that uh episode though of uh about the smallpox that uh <clears throat> about how they uh defeated smallpox and there's very interesting how that worked and i don't remember any of the names of these people unfortunately but, uh of course i just watch this video uh, in between doing lots of other shit. So, um, before, you know, modern, this was before modern medicine. So they had found, I mean, they were aware of viruses. They weren't sh- exactly sure how those things worked. I don't think they at this point in time they were using like microscopes and really inspecting viruses at this point, but they had realized that, uh, you could, purposely infect people with smallpox to, uh, and they had a better shot of uh, surviving the disease, like they would cut I guess cut people and then put the virus inside the cuts and they were more likely to survive I forgot the term that is used for doing that but ventilation or uh, something, I don't think that's quite it but uh, they would do that and there was still people die from just doing that but it was a much better percentage of people that would live through it than just getting smallpox normally but then of course what defeated smallpox was the fact that uh is it uh cowpox um by the way smallpox it sounds fucking brutal. It sounds way worse than COVID nineteen. Like you, these pustules pop up all over your fucking body. Well, I guess it's kind of like chicken pox, but like could, very good chance it'll kill you. Like if uh, <laughs> we didn't have a vaccine for it. Um, <clears throat> but cowpox is very similar to uh, smallpox, and it's a viral skin infection like uh, smallpox is. And uh I guess people on dairy farms and such would get cowpox. Well, I believe it a lot originates from cows. I'm not sure exactly how that works, but they started to realize that people who had gotten cowpox would not get smallpox and that they were immune to it and that what uh the one doctor that's really or I don't know he's a doctor, but the one guy that's really uh credited for the smallpox like vaccine was actually had tested on this kid (laughs) about, uh, oh, but, uh, there, (laughs) no, now now I got, now I got to fucking look at the vaccine for smallpox. Um, but he tested Edward Jenner, I guess is the guy that, uh, it was introduced. Edward Jenner was the guy it was to develop the first, uh, smallpox vaccine. And I don't think it says on here about him testing, but apparently he tested on this fucking kid, <laughs> but he tried to give this kid like smallpox a bunch, which, you know, is horrible, but it, you know, the kid didn't get smallpox. The cowpox made him, uh, his body built up, uh, antibodies and such to fight off the smallpox from the cowpox. Cause it's something similar. I mean, that's apparently what a lot of the, uh, Vaccines that are currently in uh, production right now for the COVID is they're taking diseases that are somewhat similar but not as deadly. So that just builds up the antibodies in your body to be able to fight off a COVID-19. So, I mean, there are things in the past that th- where this is, has worked is, I guess, the point I was going after. So, I mean, uh, there's some bright side. I mean, that was the bright side of watching that video. But they're just, you know, getting into the history of smallpox, man. Holy fuck, that killed a lot of people. A lot of people. And just brutal, man. Just looking at, just Google search smallpox and look at the images. And you see just skin that just looks just painful. The. <clears throat> but uh. Yeah. <laughs> uh g4 <laughs> now i've just got that attack of the show song stuck in my head they're like theme song as uh i i guess i'm good here um i don't i don't really have anything else as uh as always that's a kid in a wheelchair not a trash can